Hello, hello, hello. It is me, it is me, your True Hill Phenom, SP3. We are live on the True Hill Heat YouTube and Twitter for our WWE NXT Halloween Havoc 2022 preview where we're going to be giving you our predictions for the card this Saturday on the Peacock WWE Network. I am here with the face and the ace of the True Hill Heat YouTube channel, the one of the co-hosts, one of the three co-hosts of NX3, watching NXT each and every week on a Tuesday night. He's here on a Thursday. It's Romeo. What's up? What's up? I'm here every day, SP3. Every damn day I'm here. They they don't see you on a Thursday, yo. Usually, usually Thursday is your is your is your day off from this channel for the NFL right. season, at least. But yeah, I'm still somewhere in the True Heel Heat universe, though. <laughs> Always. We appreciate that, and we appreciate everyone joining us live here. It's a Thursday, so you're probably saying, where's A.E. Ramble? You can check out On Demand, A.E. Ramble number 64, since Dynamite was on a Tuesday this week. We did A.E. Ramble on Wednesday. Don't worry. Next week, me and Jimmy will be back here at 1.05 p.m. Eastern Time on a Thursday to review AEW Dynamite, but we, we wanted to fulfill you with some true hill heat content so we're going to give you our nxt halloween havoc preview here and show your appreciation for that by dropping a thumbs up on this video share this video with all your wrestling fans friends and family on all your favorite social media platforms if you are new to the true hill heat youtube channel hit that subscribe button hit the bell to stay notified for all the great content here and of course, check out all the other platforms that we featured on. But we got to get into Halloween Havoc, and we want to hear from you. Let's hear your predictions, your thoughts on the card in the live chat. We'll try to highlight as many of your comments as possible. But the best way to have your comment highlighted on screen is with a Super Chat donation. It not only does that, but it also helps out the channel so, so much. Romeo, Halloween Havoc. First major show for NXT since Worlds Collide, where they kind of combined NXT with NXT UK. First uh, major show since it got rebranded once again. No more colorful logo now to white and gold. What's your thoughts going into Saturday? I think it's an underwhelming card. Um, maybe the worst Halloween Havoc they've done. I don't know. Um, there's just some, there's just things here that, that aren't over. And there's, there's a weird new uh, crop of talent. Uh, just not excited. Not excited. But, you know, usually for those kind of WWE shows, they uh, when you don't have expectations, uh, they actually uh, over-deliver. So. Yeah, it's best with WWE to lower your expectations because they'll usually eclipse it. They'll they'll safely eclipse it if you do that usually. So I think uh, if you go into it with modest thoughts about the card, I think that they will overcome it. You really liked uh, Worlds Collide. I didn't think it was as good as you described it. So maybe they 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 pull something out of the hat on Saturday. We'll see. We'll see. 
Romeo does not sound sold at all. A lot of interesting things going on in NXT coming off of NXT this week that went head to head with AEW Dynamite. We had numerous main roster stars show up on the show. Kevin Owens hosted the KO show with the members of the main event on this show. Sonya Deville versus the number one contender for the NXT Women's Championship. You had Shinsuke Nakamura getting a win against Stax. Rhea Ripley getting a victory over Roxanne Perez. Raquel Rodriguez was disqualified against Cora Jade. So uh, a lot of main roster, you know, involvement on the Go Home Show. Do you expect before giving, you don't have to give away who you think is going to show up. Do you expect main roster involvement for this Saturday show? No. Okay. That is fair. I mean, I did put in the- Well, let me ask you something. I guess Sonya Deville's in NXT now. Uh, Is she? Is she? She she started a feud with Liv Morgan. Okay. Yeah. Well, then, yes, I do expect. I do expect the main roster involvement. Okay. So that's good. So we're we're on the same page. I think different people, but I guess we could get into it when we get to the crowd, uh, the card. Want to highlight some of these comments here? We got G Loke here with us saying what's happening at True Hill Heat. We got Ace who says what's up, True uh, SP3 Romeo in chat. He also says why is Von Wagner in the North American Championship ladder match? Brilliant question. We're gonna discuss that. And John Elise says, could we see more call ups after Saturday? I guess we can answer that at the end of the preview here. Since we only have six matches to go through, let's start off with one of the bangers on this card here, Romeo, for the North American Championship. So let's discuss the members of this matchup. Of course, Solo Sokoa defeated Carmelo Hayes on the first NXT following Worlds Collide to win the North American Championship. It was originally supposed to be Wesley voted in by the fans, but Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams took him out. Solo Sokoa replaced them and won the North American Championship, defended against Matt Cat Moss, but... They said enough of that. Shawn Michaels stripped Solo of the title since he wasn't officially sanctioned to be in the matchup. He held the title up. He's held it up for a month. And now we're going to decide in a five-way ladder match with former two-time champion Carmelo Hayes, the person who was supposed to face him that night, Wes Lee, Von Wagner, Oral Mensa from NXT UK, now on NXT, and Nathan Frazier, who's hot off the heels of an exciting trilogy with Axiom with a victory over him 2-1 to get him into this North American Championship ladder match. What do you think about the participants in this matchup? And who do you think wins, Romeo? You know, I completely erased that the way they that dumb solo Sokoa nope. shit with Shawn Michaels. Can't do that. That's how we got here, and it still pisses me off just to be reminded of that. How bad that was. Awful. Terrible. Uh this match, you you, you got the feeling it's gonna start the show, right? It's gonna yeah. start the show off hot. And you look at the you look at the participants in this match, like Carmelo Hayes just like why is he here? Like he's just he just stands out above everybody else. Like he really does. Just, no, nobody else is worthy of winning this except Carmelo Hayes, really. Honestly, at this point. Um, and you know, I like that Nathan Frazier and Axiom, the best of three series, ended up meaning something. But honestly, you should have found a way to get Axiom in this match, too. Because he's just as worthy as anyone else in this match who's in it. Uh, I can't he's more against- he's more worthy than Oromensa. I'll give him that. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
Um, I can't pick against Carmelo Hayes. I can't see a way where anyone else wins this match. Nobody else is ready. Um, Carmelo Hayes, you know, keep him strong. I still have high hopes for him still in NXT. Um, you can make the argument that, yeah, he doesn't need this right now because he's already been there, done that. But then that argument versus who else? I mean, I don't want to I don't want to put the title right now on anybody else right here in this picture. So either it's Carmelo I, Hayes or it's someone not, not announced for this match yet. I don't know. I think that they have done a good job of making Nathan Frazier uh, a threat as far as like building him up in this Axiom series and the way they've kind of reacted to it coming out of that, where you can realistically see him winning here to kind of, you know, capitalize on the most momentum he's had since being come up to the NXT roster. Von Wagner, that would just be the ultimate troll job. Aura Mensa is not even, frankly, even uh, slightly over. Honestly, I think that it would be a detriment to the North American division to just go back to the Carmelo Hayes uh, reign, honestly, because you you went away from that for literally no reason because you were going to strip Solo of the championship <laughs> or you just decided to strip Solo of the championship. So you really didn't need to beat hit, beat Carmelo to take the title off of him. I think it would be like a step back to go back to it. So if you're going to step forward, Wesley has the best story. He was screwed out of the, the championship opportunity that he was voted in by the fans. He's had this underdog story since uh, Nathan uh, Nash Carter was fired from WWE about him trying to find himself. He's pulled off a couple of wins. And with WWE booking, the key to this is he was the one that got pinned for no reason in that tag team matchup on NXT this week, which made me even more confident in my pick that Wesley is winning this disgusting disgusting if it's wesley like i i hate all of this it uh, i know what you're saying about carmelo i get the carmelo point i 100 get it but i'd rather that than anybody else right now i i don't think wesley is ready for that no i think i think and wesley... he, and he, it, to me to me he loses too much too like he's, he's just he's, oh. that that's what they do with their underdog baby faces in in nxt you you know you want to know how many one-on-one -on -one matches johnny gargano won before he won the nxt championship he oh. was on a three-match losing streak um so, <laughs> so so yeah this it would fit in with the underdog baby faces that we're gonna bring this up again in, a, in another match we'll talk about Probably so. Uh, keep those predictions coming in the live chat. We got Ace, who agrees with me. He's also going with Wesley. Uh, we got John and Lee, who says, would have been fine with Solo defending the title at Halloween Havoc and drop it here. Like, they could have found a way to have it play into you know, his story on the main roster. Cause right now it seems like coming out of the fatal four way on SmackDown last week, Solo and the bloodline or the, the uh, you know, non-Roman Reigns members of the bloodline are going to feud with the Brawling Brutes. So you you had the Brawling Brutes on NXT before. Why not have Solo defend the North American Championship and then the Brawling Brutes could screw him out of it. You could have done something like that. Are we talking like Solo um, a match or, or in this ladder match? Also a ladder match. Uh, I, I, I would have been fine with like a multi-man match, like him defending against Carmelo yeah. and Wes, since Wes was supposed to be in the match and Carmelo was the champion. If it's a triple yeah. threat and like the, the brawling brutes are the reason he gets distracted and then the finish happens between the other two guys. Well, NXT loves those ladder matches on their premium live events. This is true. This is true. What is this? The sec this is the second time in a year. 
Like just that's a little it's a little much. A little much NXT, a little much. Uh and, but we also got uh John Elite who says Nathan Frazier, uh he is his pick. We got Ace who says Melo should be in the ch- in NXT championship picture. That's my number one reason why I also don't want to see Carmelo Hayes win the North American Championship again, because I feel like Braun Breaker, if if when we get to the main event, we give the prediction. If he comes out with the NXT championship, you have completely wiped through your main event scene. You need Mello to elevate up. I agree with all of that. Um, the NXT also loves doing champion versus champion. Uh, they're not shy about that. And I don't know how how uh, soon they're going to go into that. They could they could wait and hold off on that. Maybe like a, a WrestleMania to. Uh, NXT around there could do that next though we got to talk about two guys who should who probably will be watching both the North American championship matchup as well as the NXT championship match but they will be paying attention to their own match as they're gonna spin the wheel and make a deal as it's gonna be Apollo Crews going one-on-one with Grayson Waller Apollo Crews returned to NXT just a few short months ago and Grayson Waller kind of got under his skin leading to a matchup between the two where Grayson Waller pulled off one of the biggest wins of his time here in NXT by poking Apollo Crews in the eye and blinding him, a man who was talking about seeing visions of the future and proving to see visions of the future. He got blinded, so he decided to make Grayson Waller feel how he felt, uh, I guess, fake poking out his eyes because he was perfectly fine the next week. I don't I don't understand this feud. But uh, Apollo Crews is very angry with Grayson Waller after being blinded. Grayson Waller is trying to pick up another big win at a, a show that really marked him kind of getting more attention on NXT last year when he, when he uh, I think, he, didn't he beat LA Knight or he, he lost to LA Knight to, to be the host of, of Halloween Havoc and that started the whole feud between them. Oh, I, I I know how much you love feuds with that revolve around hosting something. I know how much you love that. Oh, I love it. I love it. It tickles it tickles me dandy. I was about to I was about to get they the did graphic. it again this past week. Yeah, I was like I was about to get the graphic for Quincy Elliott and Shotzi being our host for this show. Oh, it's good to see Shotzi. This is Shotzi's perfect role. Yeah, uh, yeah. This she feels match... a lot more important here in NXT than she does on the absolutely. Show. This feud is terrible, awful. Uh, when they spin the wheel, make the deal. What what kind of match is it gonna be? Uh, give your opponent pink eye match. This is awful. This is terrible. An eye for an eye. Oh my goodness! I could see that. Could <laughs> it see would that. fit. It would fit. It would. Grayson Waller look funny with a pirate patch. Looking like Moxley in twenty twenty. Uh, yeah, I got I got Apollo Cruz in this one. Yeah. I'll go Grayson Waller. You go Grayson Waller. No faith in Apollo Cruz t- getting taken seriously. I think he should get taken seriously because, like I said, this NXT main event scene needs some help coming out of this show. So Apollo Cruz looking strong here could elevate him up to that status. But two guys who are going to be looking to be elevated thanks to a Halloween Havoc where they're going to have their first premium live event singles match for both men here. And it will be an ambulance match. It's going to be Julius Creed going one-on-one with Damien 
Damian Kemp. These two men were a part of the Diamond Mine stable where Julius Creed has been taking more and more leadership uh, control over the group. While Damian Kemp has been solely the bottom feeder of the Diamond Mine since the beginning of joining the group. But that led to his own jealousy and trying to tear down the Diamond Mine from within. Uh, that He worked with Tony D'Angelo as well as others to attack the Diamond Mine. He attacked Roderick Strong in the parking lot back at Worlds Collide and then cost the Creed Brothers the NXT Tag Team Championships. Following that, uh, the uh, the t- the Creed Brothers lost uh, their steel cage rematch against Pretty Deadly thanks to Damian Kemp handcuffing uh, the referee to, I mean, handcuffing Julius Creed to the steel cage. And then Damian Kemp first Brutus Creed and destroyed him with 10 steel chair shots. And this matchup is very important for Brutus Creed because if Julius Creed loses, then Brutus Creed will be fired while Damian Kemp, he has to have one more match with Brutus Creed if he loses. So very interesting stipulations and it will be an ambulance match, which is very appropriate following Damian Kemp putting Roderick Strong in an ambulance back at Worlds Collide. So Romeo, who do you got winning this one? Creed versus Kemp. I, I, I missed the whole the whole you talking about. The I, I did. I, I did I notice that. I, I tried. I tried prolonging it and stretch out the, the the story of this feud as long as I could. <laughs> it's all good. Uh, who doesn't love a nice good ambulance match? Yuck. But my guy, my guy, Julius Creed. I've been saying this from the beginning. This man is a future main eventer of WrestleMania. The kid can talk. The kid has to look. The kid can wrestle. He has. He's athletic. He's strong. I'm all the way behind Julius Creed. That's my guy. I'm not picking against him, especially against the uh, the lesser brother. Uh, so you so you're you're taking Damian Kemp? No, I'm taking Creed. What do you? Oh, saying? okay, okay. Uh, oh. No, no. I thought you said against the oh the lesser uh, the I lesser brother. Meant... The... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> got you, got you. Uh, That's the yeah. insult Creed used on him. Yes, like, yes. Not even the better brother, brother in your family. Julius Creed, man, he's been getting really good on promos. He's been he's still you. he's still very green in the ring. Don't get me wrong. He's still very green in the ring, but his raw skill is has has great potential. So I think he's a future. He's a guy that if he's here in NXT for like two, three years, I can realistically see him become NXT champion. He's that type of type, that type of like free athlete that they can groom for the next couple of years. So I'm definitely taking Julius Creed here. But I think Damian Kemp has really impressed me in this feud. I think he he comes off as a whiny, annoying, very effective heel. Like he just, you, you hear his voice, you see his face, and you just want him to get beat up. I think he does it better than Grayson Waller. What do you think? Grayson Waller, yeah, Grayson Waller, Damian Kemp, at least with Damian Kemp, I can't say he's like a family dollar, a knockout version of something. Like Grayson Waller, I've been saying this for a while. I feel like WWE put Australia, Jeff Jarrett, and The Miz in a pot, (laughs) stirred it up, and out came Grayson Waller. That's that's both a compliment and an insult. (laughs) He's He's very a prototypical WWE heel where Damian Kemp, comes just comes off like a real life bad person 
Yeah, I could see that. Um, I like what Damon Kemp has brought to the table as well. Does does Roderick Strong appear and play a role in this match? I keep feeling that Roderick Strong is going to return and reveal that it was all a hoax and that he's a part of Damian Kemp's yeah whole thing. Yeah, because yeah. that 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 whole scene that they did with Roderick in the uh, in the wheelchair, I was like, I'm not convinced. I'm not convinced. Me neither. Um, but then, so then, does that would cost Creed the match then? I don't think he's gonna come back. You do yet. it after? Okay. Yeah, yeah. You can do it. You could do it after. I think Dan, I think Julius Creed obviously has to win because of the stipulation. So I think he should. He should definitely win. But an ambulance match is something like you close the door, and the person who got clo- got closed in the ambulance can easily just come back out after somebody attacks Julius. They're gonna open that ambulance, and somebody's gonna be in there, whether it's Strong or the other Creed Brutus. Somebody's gonna be in there waiting for somebody. I can see both of those. <laughs> uh, next, we got to talk about another personal rivalry that has been uh, building and brewing over the last couple of months, as it's going to be Roxanne Perez going one-on-one with Cora Jade. Spin the wheel, make a deal, and it landed on Weapons Wild, where everything is legal. Good friends, better enemies. These two women, Cora Jade, ah, open the door. I see what <laughs> it opened the door with uh opened the door to NXT for Roxanne Perez and Roxanne came in running and running very fast. Uh she accomplished a lot winning the uh breakout the first ever women's breakout tournament and earning a shot at the NXT Women's Championship. She then teamed up with Cora Jade to finally allow Cora to win her first championship gold in NXT and then she wanted to follow that up the week later after winning the tag team gold with winning the NXT Women's Championship, but Cora J's jealousy got the better of her. She attacked Roxanne before the match, tried to take her title shot, but Roxanne uh, recovered enough to make the matchup, and then Cora screwed her over, costing her the NXT Women's Championship, and then throwing the tag team gold in the trash. Ever since then, these two women have been going back and forth. Cora J defeated Roxanne Perez at Heat Wave in their first one-on-one matchup, but what's going to happen here in the rematch, Halloween Havoc, who do you got, Romeo? Roxanne should win this. I just don't have faith. Um, like we were talking about with the booking, the Johnny Gargano booking, like Roxanne, they, they don't care about protecting her. She loses every damn match clean. Cora J, they'll find a way. They'll find a way. Oh, disqualification. Cora J does not get pinned or anything like that. I don't know. I, I hope Roxanne wins, gets revenge, looks like a badass with the weapons, and stands tall. But I just don't see it. I'll go Cora Jade. Going with Cora Jade. Uh, I'm going to go with Roxanne Perez. I think that this is going to be the blow off to their feud because WWE has no patience on this feud that could have been blown off at WrestleMania weekend with the NXT Women's Championship on the line. They completely rushed and botched this entire feud. So I would not be surprised if this is the final blow off between the two. I think down the line, these two, because of how young they are, they will battle for the NXT Women's Championship. But we should have been talking about this feud on the same level that we talk about the Zane and Owens or Bailey and Sasha or uh, Gargano and Ciampa. If they would have had any bit of patience with this. <laughs> Fair enough. Do you think this could be a solid match? Yeah. 
I think I think if they just have a just a fast paced fun brawl, lose, using a lot of weapons and big spots, I think this could be Cora J's best matchup. Uh, I think Roxanne Perez is just going to be a part of the catalog of good matches that I've seen her in already from her time as Roxy and ROH to now. Uh, and it seems like mostly everybody in the chat is going with Roxanne Perez to get the victory in this one in the weapons wild. Match. It's got to have a nice finish. They got to have a good finish in mind. Yeah, big, big spot for sure to be different from the rest of the matches on this card as well. But they're not the only women on this card, Romeo, because the NXT Women's Championship will be on the line. It will be Mandy Rose defending against Alba Fire. Alba Fire has set her sights on the NXT Women's Championship since before she was Alba Fire. When she was Kaylee Ray, when she first came here to NXT, she lost to Mandy Rose, uh, won the the Dusty Rose Tag Team Classic with Io Shirai and then got another shot at Mandy Rose and lost in a fatal four-way back at Stand and Deliver. She's transformed, embraced her ancestors, and become Alba Fire. She's taken out everybody in her way, and now the only one left is one of the longest reigning NXT Women's Champions of all time. So the question is, Romeo, can Alba Fire finally win the big one in NXT, the NXT Women's Championship, after her legendary reign as NXT UK Women's Champion? Or will Mandy Rhodes become a one-year champion if she's able to successfully defend the NXT Women's Championship at Halloween Havoc? Ladies and gentlemen, Mandy Rhodes next week will become will have one year of this legendary reign on top of NXT for toxic attraction. This is gonna be very, 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 very interesting matchup. Uh along the way in the build-up to this matchup, uh Alba Fire kidnapped and abducted Mandy Rhodes. Mandy Rhodes was out for a number of weeks. She's defeated both members of Toxic Attraction, Gigi Dolan and JC Jane. She's had Sonia Deville, Mandy Rhodes' best friend, come and attack her. She faced her on NXT this week, getting a victory over her, but she she has overcome it all. She is she has basically been a one-woman army against Toxic Attraction and their friends, and it all comes down to Halloween Havoc. I tried to talk as long as I could about this feud. Not much here. Romeo is having technical difficulties once again, so I'll give my prediction first for this one. I'm going with Mandy Rhodes. I'm going with Mandy Rhodes, ladies and gentlemen. The era. The era of toxic attraction will continue with Mandy Rose. I just think that it just makes too much sense with how they've been building up this uh, title reign to end it right now. I don't understand why you would end it right now. And I, unfortunately, Alba Fire doesn't feel as hot as she once did. Uh, I mean, I think if they would have done this early on in her run as on the NXT brands is coming over from NXT UK. I think it would have been the great time to do it, especially when she was Kaylee Ray coming off that legendary run as NXT UK Women's Champion. But just now, it feels like we're getting a carbon, you know, knockoff of Kaylee Ray and Alba Fire. The bat and the fire is cool. It adds a little something. It adds more character than what she previously had in her NXT career, but it doesn't make her a hotter character. 
You could have all the flames in the world, but she does not feel like the hot contender that can end this reign of Mandy Rhodes. So that's why I'm going with Rose. Romeo, I tried my best, but I, I had to be on. No, you did good. You did good. Uh, my internet's <laughs> my internet's acting up. Sorry about that, everyone. No um, worries. Who you got? Rhodes versus Fire. I agree with what you said about uh, Alba Fire. Like I do like her new look and presentation, but yeah, no pun intended. There's not enough heat here for um, Alba Fire to be the one right here in this moment in time to end Mandy Rose's long and significant and uh, title reign. So. I got Mandy Rose here, and she keeps going. Uh, I forgot this. I guess it's like a leap year or something. So Mandy Rose has already been hit a year. It, they list her at 358 days on Wiki, even though her ring started October 26th last year. But I guess dates and stuff adds up to... Uh, well, going... Yeah. No, yeah, it is going to be. Uh, after next week, it will be 365 days. There so you it go. Will be will be a year so. You gotta go a year. You can't cut it a year short. The week before, yeah. A year. Like, like if this was like, I think if this was Roxanne Perez coming out of the Cora J feud, then I'd be like, okay, that'd be cool. You know, everybody thinks it's gonna go a year, and you end it like a week early. That's cool. She'll feel she feels like she would be the hot contender, the hot challenger to beat Mandy Rose. But Alba Fire just feels like someone they kind of threw because they didn't have any plans for Halloween Abbey. Well, some people, uh, John Elite saying, uh, Alba Fire is picking Alba Fire. So, well, yeah, we got Ace who says, I, uh, this one is a tough one to decide. Uh, we got John Elite who says, Kaylee Ray, I mean, Alba Fire. And then Ace says, I will say Mandy retained. So, yeah, I mean, it could go either way. I mean, I would be surprised if Alba Fire wins, is because, like Romeo said, if, if you're like eight days or seven days away from one year rain, then just do it. <laughs> yeah, do and it. then hold a big celebration. Exactly. But I think we do see Sonya Deville. You think you see Sonya Deville here? Some kind of distraction. Maybe. Possibly. Uh, but let's talk about what I think is the most difficult one to predict on this card, Romeo. The NXT Championship up for grabs in a triple threat match. Braun Breaker will defend against J.D. McDonough, the man who won the number one contendership by defeating Tyler Bate just a number of weeks ago. And Ilya Dragunov, the former NXT UK champion who never lost his title, who had to relinquish his gold due to an injury. Ilya returned and uh, made his presence known on NXT and set his sights on the NXT championship following McDonough beating Bate to become the number one contender, setting up this triple threat match. Over the last couple of weeks, we've been seeing JD McDonough playing mind games with both men, trying to have both men destroy each other so he can pick up the pieces. Does that happen here? Ilya Dragunov with a great line on the Go Home Show, noting that the last time Ron Breaker defended the NXT Championship in a triple threat match, Romeo, he lost the NXT Championship to Dolph Ziggler. Does that happen again? Does the second reign of Ron Breaker end? Does Ilya Dragunov bring his reign of the czar to NXT? Or does JD McDonough, the creepy little bastard, <laughs> JD Mc... Don't Google me. Does he finally win the NXT championship? Ilya should have kept quiet because now that he put that in the universe, it's definitely not happening again. Um, I think they're still scrapping up the pieces of... Um, J.D. McDonough from NXT when Kevin Owens completely buried him to the ground. Um, 
Braun Breaker's winning here. Uh, this is my match of the night, even with the ladder match. I think it's going to be the better, the best match of the night. Uh, I think JD takes the pin so that um, you can eventually do your one-on-one still. One-on-one, Ilya Dragunov, Braun Breaker. Ilya could say, I wasn't pinned. Me and you, one-on-one, Braun. And that'll be fun too, one-on-one. So, yeah, I got Braun, but match of the night right here. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised just because Ilya and and Braun just seems like such a fun matchup. I, I think it's going to be so fun. JD McDonough is really good in the ring. And I think he, you, we seen during their time in NXT UK, he works really well with Dragonoff. He had a good match with Braun Breaker at Heat Wave. So I think that they, all three of these guys together is going to bring us something very special. Probably, arguably, the best takeover main event in well over two years, maybe. I think this might this might be. I know this is not a takeover, but premium live event for NXT. I think the last one that was like a truly great main event. I'm trying to like really rack my brain to remember because it hasn't been a nice a nice stretch of <laughs> of run. But I would I, off the top of my head, I think the last one that was truly great was Finn Balor versus uh, Pete Dunne at Takeover Vengeance Day last year. Well, you didn't like um, who, uh, Tyler Bate and, and Braun as much as I did, but I, I love that. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. it was good. It was good. It wasn't as good as Balor. If or, Braun, or if Braun keeps performing like he did in that match, he is going to be amazing, spectacular. Because he's if he brings he brings it in the ring like that with that athleticism, he's something else. He, he but is this really is good, good for him. All this time in NXT is paying off. He is improving in the ring. He's really good. Uh, AC and the czar, but I won't be surprised if Braun retains. I am going to go with Braun uh, Breaker to retain. I think it's going to be very similar to what you said. However, they are going to save that Ilya and uh, Braun uh, feud, but I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon. I think Ilya and Braun might not even face till after WrestleMania season because I think they're going to kickstart their WrestleMania main event program at Halloween Havoc when Braun Breaker wins the triple threat match and Austin Theory cashes in money in the bank to win the NXT Championship this Saturday. Austin Theory will walk out NXT Champion and they will build Breaker Theory as a top program on NXT. That's just fucking stupid. <laughs> Austin Theory. Austin Theory. Now, I'd be entertained if Austin Theory tried to, and once again, something goes wrong, and he can't. That would that would be funny. Don't do that. That'd pop him. me. Don't do that to him. Be nice. Be but nice. Cashing in. I'll cash it in. A broad break. What? Cash in. Stop it. Cash in. You that scared of Roman? You that scared of Roman? You're gonna go go to NXT and and uh pick on the pick on the little puppy dog Braun Breaker, really? John Lee acting better than Tyler Bate versus Walter. I I mean, I'll be honest, I think there's only like two or three matches in NXT history that's as good <laughs> as Tyler Bate versus Walter. And they all have Walter in them too. 
Yeah, I mean, Ilya did the Ilya Dragunov matches is up there. Gargano, Champa, Gargano, Andrade. Pete Andra- Dunne, Walter was also Gargano awesome, and awesome, Cole. Awesome. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. That was awesome. I was there live for that one. Uh, <laughs> I thought you were gonna say Carmelo Hayes, not Austin Theory. Wow, Austin Theory. Theory versus Breaker is happening this Saturday. You think in a Triple H world, we're just going to tease someone money in the bank on NXT and not have it cashed in this weekend? No, and- I, I, I wouldn't be surprised like if we see him and he tries, but then once again, something goes wrong, it's, as it always seems to do with Austin Theory and cash-ins. What if it just goes all the way up to one year and he and every time he tries, he, he can't get it done? It's like he can't even cash in successfully. Frantic Girl saying, what's up, SP3, Romeo, and chat. Uh, we also got John Lee. He says, Cole versus O'Reilly. Cole versus, versus O'Reilly is one of the most boring NXT. Yeah. Don't get him upset, John Lee. Of all time. <laughs> I like, yo, I will. I am scarred by that 45-minute snore fest that was that main event of Stand and Deliver in 2020. Hey, what was worse, that or the Edge or in WrestleMania 45-minute disaster? Oh, there's nothing worse than Edge and Orton. <laughs> in an empty arena, just grunting, hitting <laughs> each other with office equipment. Oh, man. I was... Uh, that's just rough. Uh, at least this We're going one down a rabbit a, hole at, here. At least this one had a little bit of a crowd at the very yes. least. But, uh, yes, Romeo, that brings us to a close... <sighs> For our NXT. What a rough way to close. That and the Austin Theory stuff. Yikes. We gotta do Man, I'm so, giving you exciting stuff for Tuesday nights. I'm looking out for you, Romeo. Austin Theory starts NXT Tuesday. It's the new NXT champion. Wow. Um, no, I won't know it how to. Writes, it just writes itself, Romeo. Writes itself badly. You need to finish your sentence badly. Eight town down, eight town down, eight town down. He's someone like who could have maybe used a little more NXT, you know, at least be an NXT champion first before the main roster. But yeah, at ace, that's when I when I first said that uh, it probably this main event, the triple threat, will be the best one in two years. The the first match I thought of, the best takeover main event, the last great takeover main event, the first one I thought of was Balor and O'Reilly. But then I remembered Dunn and Balor happened after that. So that that that's probably the last great takeover main event. Mm-hmm. Any call-ups after Halloween Havoc, in your opinion, Romeo? I can't see it. Anything really good jumping off the top of my head. I mean, I, I can think see Carmelo there, I, Hayes and Trick Williams getting called up. Right. There are people that are ready, like Carmelo Hayes, obviously. I think uh, Toxic Attraction's ready. I think the Creed Brothers have long been ready, but I think they'll stay. I think those guys will stay. I think Hayes and uh, Williams will get called up. Uh, we got. Chilling with Chase, who says Tyler Bate versus Dunn wasn't a main event of a takeover. It was a great takeover match. It's up there. I didn't say I didn't say just takeover match. I specified right. takeover main event. I don't think this is gonna be. I think I think uh, Breaker, Dragonoff, and McDonough will be a great match. Do I think it's gonna be in the greatest takeover matches of all time? No, but takeover main event. It'll be the the the. Another great takeover main event, the first great takeover main event since last year with Vengeance Day. That it is. I specify. 
That's why I specify. I think I, let me just uh getting off topic, but um I know Carmelo Hayes is like good for the main roster, but I want to see him more in NXT. I want to see him be NXT champion. I want to see him keep working on his promos, which haven't been improving. I think I think there's still you can still do something with Carmelo Hayes in uh, NXT in the main I main agree. event scene. I agree. There's more for there's definitely more for him to do. I just think that uh, the act is really really good. It feels main roster ready. He's main roster ready as far as the in ring uh, part of it. And even if he's not main roster ready with his with his uh, mic skills, Trick Williams is. Trick Williams is hilarious. If it wasn't for Nyla Rose and Prince Nana, Trick Williams would be the funniest man in wrestling. Or keep tricking keep tricking NXT so he could get better in ring. It's fine. He could just be a manager. Just talk. talk. Triple H will will like me. They'll be the new heart business watch. Uh, We also got uh, Frantic World who said Von Wagner's a SmackDown. There's a guy that needs maybe not even more NXT. Maybe he just needs to be released. Yeah. It's not improving enough. Sorry, uh, that was mean. Chase says Braun versus Hayes should be the match. They're going to save it. For Stand the and deliver. Roster. Save it. Stand for the and deliver. Roster. Hayes is going to the, to the main roster. Stand and deliver. People will get hyped for that match. This is true. Romeo, that brings us to a close for our NXT Halloween Havoc preview here. You want to let the people know where they can follow you on social media and when they'll see you next time on here. True Hill Romeo, Twitter and Instagram on the True Hill Heat YouTube wrestling channel. Uh, Raider Raw Superstars, NX3, Elite Heat, Raw, NXT, Dynamite, Watch Alongs. By the way, I loved I loved Tuesday night having everything on Tuesday night again. That was fun. NXT, Dynamite, just knock it all out in one night. Wednesday, you're free to just do whatever you want. Watch some sports. Nah, you, know what's, you know what's going to happen, Romeo? That was just the test run. The ROH weekly show, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it's on Tuesdays. Ah. And if they draw that number and they're beating NXT like that, they'll be happy. But yeah. And, they, and, they, and then all the people who be like who yesterday were like, oh, AEW just beat a developmental show with a stacked lineup. Like, like NXT didn't have all these main roster guys on it. But mind you, that's what they said. Imagine AEW throws their developmental show against WWE's developmental show. I think it's a strong possibility. Uh, that'd be funny. And uh, that'd be uh, hell for me on Tuesday nights. But hey, also catch us on the sports channel like tonight. Uh, True Hill Heat Sports 63. Watching Thursday night football, ALCS game two. Also, basketball will be on uh, Saturday. We got True uh, UFC 280. Join us for that. And of course, Sunday, the whole football slate. A lot of sports watching over there on the Sports Channel. Yes, indeed. Uh, you can follow me on the Twitter machine at True Hill SP3. You can follow the gang Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at True Hill Heat, Patreon.com forward slash True Hill Heat, the prediction championship. True Hill Heat uh, post show will be up later. And maybe I'll throw on a review for just our Patreon backers for showing your support. And also, anyone who isn't a Patreon backer or is, I, I have offered doing a Q&A, a live Q&A on Patreon, so let us know over on one of the posts uh, if you want that. And twitch.tv forward slash True Hill Heat Wrestling, one of our platforms here. We're still on the road to 100 followers over there. Tonight, we go live 8 p.m. Eastern time with 
Blunt Impact, number 97, Impact on Access TV. Ness will be there and Chris G watching the action on Impact on Access TV with the Kingdom defending the Impact World Tag Team Championships against Heath and Rhino. So check that out later tonight. Also, here on the YouTube channel, you got AE Ramble, number 64. I'm going to earn it from yesterday with myself and Jimmy reviewing this week's AEW Dynamite from Cincinnati, Ohio. And then, like Romeo said, Saturday is a big day. Not only you got THH Sports, number 64, in the afternoon. In the morning, you got True Hill Heat, 198, uh, at 11.05 a.m. Eastern Time, breaking down all the action from this past week and previewing NXT Halloween Havoc one last time before our watch-along, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Off on the Peacock Network. We'll be here. Romeo will be here watching NXT Halloween Havoc. So join us live for that. And I asked you guys in the chat, will you be watching Halloween Havoc? 91% of you said yes. 8% said no. 8%. Frantic World, was that you, 8% Frantic World? I bet it was you, Frantic World. That sounds like it sounds like Frantic World, just to be the contrarian. <laughs> He'll just be like, nah, fuck all that. Uh, but yes, that brings us to a close. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. If you're watching us on demand, remember to drop the thumbs up on the video. Share with your friends. Subscribe if you are new. And comment down below with your predictions for NXT Halloween Havoc this Saturday. We will see you then. For Romeo, it is me, it is me, your True Hill Phenom, SP3. This has been our NXT Halloween Havoc preview. We are signing off until next time. Ricky, you missed it. You missed it, Ricky. <laughs>